Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tips to help you lower the stress in your life. And today I have Vijaya Naya. Vijaya Nair is an Ivy League trained physician, transformational health and business mentor and coach, entrepreneur and author. And she's going to reveal how you can take control of the success and impact of your business, your career, your life in the way you want with her powerful methodology. So welcome. Thank you, Denise. It's great to be here with you on the uh, Relaxation Lounge podcast. Thank you very much. Now, how did you end up down this path and helping people in this way? Well, I was a clinical psychiatrist and I was trained at the best schools, Harvard, Columbia uh, University. I realized that what the, how would I say, the clinicians and the medical school training I had received was only fixing a problem, like the problem liver, the problem lung or the problem heart or the diabetes, but wasn't really addressing the source of that problem. So I took a little detour and I went to search out for what on earth was affecting people and how can I understand this you know, rather vague term called stress until you know, it finally hit me. And I was, you know, I, I love hearing about your story, Denise, and you talked about being in and out of hospital because when stress really gets is it's an issue of the mind and the mindset you have, and you didn't even know you were caught in it. And it affects your body, mind, soul, everything. So guess what? I had been diagnosed with two cancers and I was facing a failing marriage, a 20-year-old marriage. And I find out my husband was cheating on me. And I had three children. And we didn't have a visa to stay in the country. It was going to expire. And my husband was going to pull out the green card. I knew the kids wanted to stay here. And I was in debt, millions of dollars at that time. So to keep the house going and everything else going in my life. So I do know a little bit about the stress that people face, the health, the challenges, the, the money, the financials, how am I going to keep this going and what is going to happen to the kids? And I was bleeding away very, very severely. I couldn't go for help because of the doctors, you know, when they suggest you have to take out your womb, your ovaries, everything drastic surgery because I was in no shape or condition to go to the surgery. And, and besides, I didn't have any family or real friends and going through a very messy divorce. So guess what I did? I can't wait to hear because that sounds like a very stressful time. <laughs> it's very stressful. For those of you who have only got one part of that story, well, imagine all that that ceiling literally crashed on you. But when I saw my kids' horrified looks, you know, I was getting that blood transfusion in the hospital, you know, inside, in and out. And 
they asked me, my daughter, I remember, asked me and said, uh, mom, are you going to die? <laughs> you know, the children, they just ask you that. And then I was horrified because right even in the midst of the most horrific crisis, I didn't think I was going to die. But then what evidence did I have, right? I'm a researcher. I'm an epidemiologist. I am a clinician. The evidence was all not in my favor. And I just looked at her and I, I didn't know what to say. Well, I have to think about it. But I was really tired. And if you have been through a massive blood loss, you know, that inexhaustible thirst and inexhaustible exhaustion, you can't even lift yourself up. And what more to think about? How am I going to do this divorce? And how am I going to take care of these kids? And they want to stay here in this country. So that was when my mentor, and this is why this is important, because information is not transformation. You have to have a mentor working with you on your side. And it was very important because I had a mentor, but I didn't understand what he was saying. And then the worst of the worst or the best of the best happened. And I went to the other side. I literally slipped. And, you know, one day it was so bad, I slipped. And thank God I came back. But when I came back, there was a couple of phrases. I'll just give you the first phrase that was in my mind. And your feelings, it said, your feelings are not are coming from, are coming from your thinking in the moment. That means my feelings of how I was feeling so dejected, so tired, so exhausted, so angry with my husband, so upset at how stupid I was to not to see this coming. And, you know, all that on and on and on, the guilt, the resentment, the anger, you know, everything comes as what I call the train wreck. And the phrase that came up to me when I came back was like, your feelings are coming from your thinking in the moment. And I realized, oh my God, I can't blame, I can't judge, I can't complain, I can't whine, I can't compare. I, it was my thinking. There's nothing on the outside. My ex didn't do this to me. My situation didn't do this to me, didn't cause my feelings. It was only my thinking in the moment. And then I realized the next phrase was, it's your power of your thought. And then it took me another eight years to figure out who was talking about this. Because suddenly they didn't teach you this in, in they didn't teach me at Columbia or Harvard or any of the wonderful medical schools I had gone to. But it's the power of the thinking that we, when we are born as children, we have this power. It took me another eight years to find out what this was really about. And guess where it came from? An enlightened being. So the enlightened beings all have a way of talking that many of us, you know, different times of our lives and different consciousness level we are at, we don't understand them. So the awareness of the power of my own thought, it's not a good thought or a bad thought or a positive thought or a negative thought. It was the power of my thinking, the power of my thought, because if the power can be channeled, right? Like electricity, when you channel it, you know, hey, hey, presto, the computer works, the lights work, right? So when that comes and you can channel that power of thought, that started the whole process thinking. And I said, well, if I'm not going to blame my situation and my past, my father, mother, teacher, trainer, and I can't blame my ex, my feelings are only coming from how I habitually think about these situations, habitually think. And it's a cascade of thinking. When I became aware of it, it it's like the analogy I give people is that, you know, remember the first time, you know, as a child and you went rushed to your parents' room and you couldn't sleep or you started yelling, there's a monster under my bed. There's a monster under my bed. 
and your parents came and assured you, no, 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 there is no monster, sweetheart. There's nothing there. No, no, no. I'm convinced because you see the light, the shadows. Look, look, that's the head and that's the tail and, you know, that's a monster. And then guess what your parents did? They switched on the light. And then you look, oh, the illusion is gone. There is no monster under the bed. Oh, and this is what happens. When you realize and you take responsibility for your level of thinking, and you realize, wait a minute. And I realized it immediately, the feelings of anger and angst, which were feeding my tumors and my blood cancers, you know, in my body, uh, started dropping away. It's like the illusion just went away. Oh my God, it's just my thinking about it. So morning, I would have a thinking about the situation. And then it would change in 10 minutes later, depending if I had a phone call that was warm, supportive, helpful, my thinking would change. And then evening, I would have another thought about the situation. The feelings were coming from the thinking in the moment. If you have crappy feelings, you're going to have crappy thoughts. If you have good feelings, loving feelings, you're, going, you're, you're having loving feeling thoughts. In fact, they are two sides of the same coin. Feeling comes from thought in the moment. And then I started looking at different ways I was thinking. Now, it doesn't mean immediately it all went away, but here was a truth that you could take immediately. It's in your own power. You can decide what thoughts you want and where you want to go in that direction. So out of that heavy bleeding and that you know almost bankruptcy situation and about to lose my kids and uh, I got a job doing what I want. So I asked myself, what do I want? I like to use my skill as a clinician and as a epidemiologist to look for natural supplements that can help people with stage four cancers. And that's what I developed. And that's why I, I did the research and I found a company that really wanted my expertise to work. But it started with me taking accountability for my gifts and how I want to serve others. And that is a very, very powerful statement because when you start serving others and you have a life bigger than just yourself, in my case was my kids and my clients and my patients. And I started seeing, look, if I get this, I'm going to give it away. And my mentors, you know, they, they stood by me and they helped me so much. So I give that away in free strategy sessions for people. In fact, you take a, um, a Philip. When he came to see me, you know, his sister literally had to drag him by the hands to come and visit with me because he was so stressed up. And of course, because I'd been there and I saw it, his thinking was spinning out of control. And he was going like, you know, I'm not going to make it. And, you know, I'm not going to pay the mortgage. I'm not going to support my kids. I'm not going to support my family. So it's always how, 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 how. And seeing into the future, which it's not here yet, but he could see into the future and say, it's not going to happen, right? Which is very much what I had, right? So when he started seeing that, I laid out a course of uh, a pathway he could follow. And within a couple of weeks, you know, he just like recovered himself, part of himself. Said, what just happened? I, I was just taken by these horrific, dark feelings. And now I'm like seeing the sun. And I just said, you know what? Clouds got in your eye. <laughs> you know, now you can look at both ways now. You know, so it's that famous song. And, you know, it's like, wow, I can see both sides. And I'm not affected. Because it's all in my thinking. And like that, you can now grow deeper. And in my, in my uh, solution, I, I gave a framework for stepping in into your spirit. 
what your values are. How do you put your spirit out? So for stressed women, especially entrepreneurs and business owners and, and professionals, you know, when you get that, you can put your gift, your what you want, what you desire from the bottom of your heart, not from your ego mind. And that's what I talk about in my webinar. If you make toxic goals, and that's not the solution. It's inspiring goals. So would you like to hear what toxic goals are, Denise? I would love to. Because <laughs> <laughs> most of us are taught that in the personal development field. No, no harm, no foul. But recognizing that if you think a goal, achieving a goal is going to make you happy and fulfilled, you've got to get thinking again. You've got to think again. Because you have achieved so many goals in your past. And you think this, the next one, this one is going to get me my real big dream. I'm going to get this dream car, dream house, dream spouse, dream children, dream promotion. And that's going to make me happy. If I had all the monies, you know, $2 million, I'm going to be happy. I can tell you, I have people who are multi, multi-millionaires, billionaires, in fact, as my clients. And they're not happy people. Because they have the same problem, stress thinking. What will my, when my funds go away, you know, people can come and take it, my family. What happens that, you know, that continuous thinking, they, it saps, the stressful thinking saps your energy, saps your power. And you can't think straight. That's what a toxic goal can do to you. If you go after toxic goal thinking that goal is going to make me happy, that's doomed to failure. Because eventually you may get what you want, it's worse luck because then you feel robbed. You feel tired. You feel exhausted. Now, how do I protect my wealth? You know, you're not going to enjoy it because everywhere you go, guess what? Your mind is going to follow you. Now, I wish I knew this earlier on before, you know, going for all those things, fame and success and glory and, and, and even noble things. And I went to Harvard. It was just, you know, to help people, you know, to get out of their institutions and, it, it wasn't that way because I actually wanted to also feel proud and I had feel happy, you know, if I got so many people out and doing useful jobs, that didn't happen because there was so, so along the way as you're implementing your, your teachings and what you know, uh, there's stress. So a good way to understand stress is handling your mind and your thoughts. And how do you do that? Get a mentor. Information is not transformation. If you know you're slipping or you know someone else is slipping, help them find the right mentor for them so that that transformation can happen using their own power, their own gift of their spirit. You know, in everything they do, they will be so grateful to you. I hope well, that's nice helps. having a mentor too because they're, they're on the outside and looking in. You know, if you're using, you know, with friends and family, because they love you and they care about you, they're not going to be completely honest with you either. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And you need a mentor who's been along that path. And like I say, the biggest thing is your thinking. It's the power of your thinking. And this power of thinking, if you go to nature and you see nature, you see the trees and the waves and behind me, you know, that's the power of nature, right? You have it. In fact, you are it. It's not you have it. You are it. You mm -hmm. are that power. Because if you take away yourself and you take away your know, brain and you surgery, surgically look at it, there's nothing there. Who is who? You see a brain, you see a heart, you see the blood vessels, you see all the neurons. That's not you. You are more than that. And it's like I always tell people, you know, the, the best example to give is if you take a seed in your hand and you say, okay, this is a hickory seed. 
and it should give you a hickory tree. But we know now how we can take a blueprint of this seed to know what's possible for this seed. We know how the possibility is going to be like this much, you know, with a trunk and billions of leaves in this lifetime, the hundreds and thousands of fruits in a lifetime. We know from the blueprint, we can look at it, the possibility, right? So, but when you really smash it, there's nothing there. It's an invisible energy. That's the blueprint. It's invisible. So similarly, we have that blueprint of nature. We have the consciousness, the mind, the power of our thought. It's all the same power. And the power of nature is the same power. It's the magnificent power. How do you grow? How do you think? How do you put creativity out there? How do you bring your spirit out there in what you do? That's the training I provide here as as in my programs so that people can see. So my clients have a template. So when they go out, they have a huge template with them that they know now there's a system, there's a pathway to now how to channel your energies. So using that, you can now create anything you want in the world, anything that you desire, but you deeply desire. And this is what you're putting out in the world. So it's very important to get that. Now you mentioned a free webinar. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. It's the webinar called The Three Pillars uh, to Transform Stress into Power, Freedom, and uh, Balance. Because you need power, you need freedom, and you need balance. And whether you believe it or not, it's actually all in one. So if you are in the right direction, your power comes from your inspiration, from a deep, heart-centered desire to make the world a better place. So that power, how do you have it? So I talk about the the webinar and you can go to www.gobeyondstress.com. One word, gobeyondstress.com forward slash webinar. Simple. And you'll see the webinar. It's an automated webinar, but I get all the questions in real time. So for those who are watching the webinar and you can, you know, see what it is. Now, what is this webinar about? What are the three pillars? And I talk a little bit about it in my blurb that I gave you, the toxic goals and, you know, people have, um, you know, they don't know how to create a procrastination cure, you know, all the different ways of looking at life. How do you get rid of overwhelm? You know, how do you get rid of internal beliefs? I have that I'm not good enough. I'm not uh, uh, educated enough. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I cannot do this. You know, those are usually the belief systems. And remember, only 1% of our thoughts is conscious thought. 99% is subconscious, right? I treat and I help people bring their subconscious thought into awareness. How can we do that? There is an inner technology. Just as we have external technology, we have discovered an inner technology to bring these unconscious thoughts because it's everywhere. If you, for example, have a thought that, you know, rich people are greedy and, you know, people cannot be rich. They're greedy because your mother, father, teacher, trainer or church, you know, or synagogue or temple taught you that rich people are greedy. So if you have a belief, a deep, seated belief that rich people are greedy, guess what? Your perspective of life is according, in alignment with your belief. Belief is a thought. So everything that you see is like, wow, rich people are greedy. See, they're doing this and they're doing that. They must be greedy. And well, guess what? The perception you have, your senses are telling you, oh my God, rich people are greedy. This is for sure 
It's true. Your experience becomes rich people are greedy. And guess what? The experience tells you, I cannot make money. Otherwise, I will be you know, called greedy. So you limit yourself. And I see this in, with many business owners and coaches and consultants, especially a lot of women do this and men too, that they limit their ceiling. So what we do here is how do we bust that ceiling? How do we bring the subconscious out until I don't have a charge? And then when, when you clear the subconscious block, because there are hundreds and thousands of subconscious blocks, they are running our heart, they're running their lungs, they're running the way we think. They even predict the way how much money we will have, how much happiness we will have, how much health we have in this lifetime. It's all the subconscious programming we have, right? It's conditioning. It's, a, it's the software in the computer system, right? The body is a computer system. So you need to like understand how can you adjust that? So... When we clear that, when they clear it with me, they got, oh my God, that fear, that worry, that belief system that give my experience of worry and fear and, and stress, it's gone. I don't have it anymore. And guess what? They attract money. They attract the right people. They attract the right opportunities. And as we try to harness that power within them, they get what they want. It's not randomly that they feel overwhelmed. No, it's what I want. And when I get what I want, can I handle it? If you have subconscious beliefs telling you, no, you're not deserving enough, you're not worthy enough, you're not educated enough, you don't have time, you don't have anything, all that can be cleared. So I'm so excited about that possibility for every and each human being. Now, everybody can hear this message, but the work of transformation is not for everyone. It is not for everyone. It's only if you feel called to that you want to check this out Conscious belief, I can say what I'm saying and you can get information from the webinar, which is very, very powerful. And then the subconscious beliefs, how can I address that? That you need to have a conversation with me. For those five, for the first five who are watching the webinar from your uh, uh, podcast, uh, Denise, I'm giving them the opportunity to have me answer their questions and have a session with me where we clarify what are their challenges? What are your wishes and desires, your dreams at night, what you want to dream about, about how you want to make it in the world. And we look at your challenges. We see what's blocking you. And I will suggest a path if it's appropriate for one of my programs, or if you're not interested, and I can see if you're not, I would, I would let you know what other programs there are. But at least you have an idea, how can I now approach and get the stress out of my system and fulfill my purpose in life? Wonderful. I hope that helps. I know yeah. it's a long answer. <laughs> so basically, all anywhere you're watching this or listening to this, I'll have the link so that you can access her webinar. And yeah, take advantage of the amazing information. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed meeting you and that thought of clearing your mind and living in today and you're recognizing what feelings really are. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.